0: Greetings and hello, fellow Trekkies. Welcome back to another episode of Yelling About Star Trek. My name is Christian Fox, and this is the show where I yell at you about all things Star Trek for your amusement, so I'm not yelling at my friends and family who don't want to hear my thoughts and theories on this fantastic franchise. Today, I want to discuss what I think is the single most important episode of Star Trek Enterprise ever. But before I get into what that episode is and why I think that is the case, make sure you get out of your space pajamas, put on your Chinese pair of boots, get a cup of coffee, get a cup of tea, maybe some iced tea if you want to pull the Archer Maneuver, and brace for impact because things are about to get nerdy. As I said at the top of this episode, I want to discuss what I think is the single most important Star Trek Enterprise episode ever, and that is, ladies and gentlemen, The Andorian Incident. Now, if you haven't seen The Andorian Incident, then pause this podcast, go and watch the episode, and then come back. And the reason I want you to watch it first is because it does have a pretty interesting plot twist at the very end of the episode. And I definitely don't want to ruin that for you if you haven't seen it. But if you're listening to this right now, I'm going to assume that you have seen it and that you are ready to have an in-depth discussion about that. So the Andorian incident, that's fairly early on in season one of Enterprise. And that is the one where Archer and Paul and Trip go to this Vulcan monastery, the monastery of Pizhem, and they realize that, oh my goodness, something's up. And Andorians have taken prisoners and they're causing a ruckus. And Archer and the rest of the gang are like, all right, we got to stop the Andorians because of course you got the Andorians. They're clearly the bad guys because, well, the Vulcans are the good guys. So whoever is attacking the Vulcans must be the bad guys. And we're introduced to Commander Shran, and Shran is played by Jeffrey Combs, who is just one of the most incredible actors in Star Trek. If you don't know him, look up Jeffrey Combs and look up Star Trek because he has so much, so many great characters. My favorite being Yoon in Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. And so Shran, he's walking around acting cool, and he's like, "Yo, you." There's a there's a surveillance system uh, observation thingy here. Where is it, you guys? I, we need to find it. And the Vulcans are like, no, no, there there isn't. We don't have any technology here. We're monastery we're we're not, we're not monasteries. We're monks in a monastery. So yeah, we're not up to anything. And we kind of think that okay, clearly Shran is wrong. As we know, Vulcans never, ever lie, except when they do lie. But for the most part, we know that, okay, Vulcans are pretty truthful. So they're probably not lying about it. And plus, like, that's a pretty horrible thing for the Vulcans to be doing. If they really do have this observation facility and are watching Andoria, then that's a huge problem. So, of course, they're not going to do that. They're, They're the good guys. And so we watch the episode, and it plays out, and you kind of think it's going to end with Archer saving the day and being like, "See, there's no there's no observation tower facility. I I can't think of what it's actually called. I don't know why I'm having such a a hard time coming up with that term. But yeah, there's nothing here. And so you think he's going to like uh, stop Shran, get them off the thing and get everybody out safely. And you expect that's how the episode's going to end. But what happens is Archer proceeds with the assumption that there's nothing here. And he's like, here's how we're going to try and stop them. We're going to use these secret tunnels and we're going to be awesome about it. And then he discovers that, oh, as a matter of fact, there is this facility here. They really are keeping Tad's on Andoria. Andor. Andoria. Andor. Andoria. It's so confusing because sometimes they say Andor, sometimes they say Andoria, but I'm going to say Andoria because that makes the most sense. So he's like, oh, wow, this! I did not expect this to happen. And Tran, he's just shocked. And DePaul is also shocked because she didn't know there was a facility there. And Archer is like, hey, give the readings to Tran. Take all the readings you can at this facility. Give it to Tran. DePaul is not pleased with the order, but she complies, he gives it to Tran. And then Tran goes off. And it's kind of like, whoa, this actually happened. And the Vulcans are not pleased with Archer, they're very upset. The episode is so foundational for all of Trek that I think it really is the most important Enterprise episode. And I think that's actually for two reasons. One, Archer shows that he is able to impact change on a massive scale where it's like, okay, we got to take this Archer fella seriously because he's not just roaming around the galaxy saying hi to people. He's actually causing some stuff. So we need to like take him seriously because he as we know, has the ability to take actions that are going to like hugely change the actual fabric of the, of the, not the galaxy, but of the alpha quadrant as we know it. And as I said, the Vulcans were not pleased and they constantly come back and are like, Hey, remember Jim, like you messed that up, Archer. It's all your fault. We can't have you running around the galaxy because you caused trouble. And, so yeah, they're not they're not happy with what he did. They're very upset about it, but still it's showing that hey, Archer is not just some small time guy. He is really influencing how things are gonna play out. And I think that's so important for them to realize, and I say them as in the Vulcans to realize, okay, we gotta really take them seriously, even though they're not initially impressed with him. In fact, they're not really impressed with him until maybe season four, possibly season two near the, the mid part. But generally they're like, "Hey, we're not an Archer fan. We don't support him." But eventually they do begrudgingly realize, "Okay, hey, Archer's actually pretty good at his job. We should we should support the guy." But in this episode they realize that, "Hey, wow. He's a guy we need to really consider and really take seriously because he's not just roaming around the galaxy saying hi to people, eating new foods. No, he is really like, "Wow. Okay, we got to we got to monitor him." So, that's the first reason. The second reason is because of his actions towards Andoria and towards Shran, showing that, hey, Shran, we don't love you guys, but we are incredibly upset with what the Vulcans did. Here's the information you need. Let's build some trust. So he's able to show that he is a pretty trustworthy guy to the point where Shran later in that season is like, oh, Jeez, I can't sleep because I owe this stupid guy a debt. Like, he can't deal with that. So he ends up coming in at the last moment, saving the day, getting Archer and DePaul out of a situation that's the direct result of this episode, which probably should have happened right after the Endorian incident, but it doesn't. And this is the episode, The Shadows of Pajem. Uh, it's a weird situation where they're not actually, like, one right after the other. It's weird. But anyways, he comes in, he saves the day, and he's like, all right, my debt is repaid. I don't owe you anything. And okay, that happens. And then eventually, season two, the Dorian's and the Vulcans are in a major conflict over some territory they've been fighting over for the last 100 years, I believe it is. And Shran is like, oh, geez, I need someone to help, help mediate this dispute. And he's like, there's only one person I trust that can actually deal with the Vulcans, and it's Archer. So he calls up Archer, Archer comes over, stuff happens, the plot progresses, there's some shenanigans afoot, of course, somebody's up to something. But eventually Archer's able to help resolve the conflict and get the Vulcans and the Andorians to agree to a a compromise that they're really not happy about, but it actually is... Pretty good at preserving the peace. I don't think it's the best because I think you should always strive to find a mutually beneficial solution that, well, it's mutually beneficial to both parties. But Archer, you know, doesn't go for that and says and uses this old expression where it's like, hey, the best compromise is the one where both parties leave upset about something. And it's like, okay, I know that's an older way of thinking, but the episode is not about, oh, is this a good solution? It's basically about, hey, Shran trust Archer. And so through that episode, because Archer is again able to prove himself to Shran, Shran is like, hey, we got to take this guy seriously. And in later in the series, Archer is able to form a pseudo-pseudo-Federation alliance between the Andorians, the Vulcans, and the Tellarites. And then in the penultimate episode, he is able to form the Coalition of Planets, which is the precursor to the Federation of Planets. And Shran and the Andorians is such a key player that it probably wouldn't happen if it wasn't for Shran. And none of that would have happened if Archer hadn't behaved the way he did in the Andorian incident. If he had said, hey, well, Shran, I know you're upset, but uh, I'm, I'm friends with the Vulcans, so I'm not going to take your side, and didn't give him that information, Shran just would have been very upset, left, and I don't know if it would have started a war, but Shran would have been kind of like, well, we can't trust humans, so I guess we should probably ignore them, and he would ignore them, and they would probably not interact ever again. But by giving Shran the scans, Shran the scans, that sounds like it kind of rhymes a little bit, sort of. Shran was like, hey, we can trust this guy. Maybe there's something about these humans that we should consider and value. So all of that made it possible, not to mention the fact that Shran was critical in helping Archer stop the weapon from destroying Earth. And again, that wouldn't have been possible if Archer hadn't given the scans to Shran. So that is hugely important. And there's probably episodes that are probably equally as important, like even maybe the first episode, because that's what kicks everything off. But I still think that the Andorian incident is just so critical because it kind of sparks the fire that will become the Federation of Planets. And outside of the reasons why this is so important, there's actually two things that I find so interesting about this episode. One, the reason that he's actually involved in everything is because he was going through the Vulcan database and was like I need something fun to do today. We're out exploring, we're doing this cool stuff. Uh, you know, the Vulcan monastery. This seems like it could be a fun couple of hours. We'll go out, we'll meet the monks, we'll look around, we'll take some pictures, we'll come back and, you know, we'll go on our merry way. And he was just looking for an excursion. It's like someone saying, "You know, Sunday afternoon, I'm going to go to the local market and You know, pick up some strawberries because that's a good way to spend an afternoon. You know, there's really nothing else to do. And then, you know, you go to the market and you get embroiled in some huge thing that influences the next 200 years of human civilization as we know it. You don't expect that. So it's just amazing that he stumbles across this thing that's so important to the fabric of Star Trek. And Granted, most Star Trek episodes are they go to a planet. They're like, hey, let's go do something cool. They get down there. Oh, my gosh, something's happening. And then you have the episode. But most of the time it's like, yeah, an episode will happen. Characters will get captured and maybe a character will save the day and they'll beam up to the ship and they'll be like, oh, well, glad we got out of that one. Let's roll on. But you don't necessarily expect those episodes to be hugely influential into the series. And one of the things about enterprise that I think is so fascinating is the fact that it is the prequel. So you expect that there are going to be episodes that relate to the grander, larger star Trek universe that we know that came after Archer and after enterprise. So you expect that, but when it happens in such an innocuous episode, like, and I can imagine there are some people watching the show for the first time in, you know, in 2001, who maybe missed the teaser somehow and you know saw that Archer was talking about the monastery and it's kind of like, ah, this isn't really that interesting. Do I really want to watch him go to a monastery? Like, what can possibly happen? And you don't expect that this episode is going to really just change the fabric of Star Trek or not really change it, but really be such a foundational episode in this series and to the rest of the franchise. So that's one aspect because it just happens. It's so innocuous. You don't expect it. And the other interesting thing about the episode is when it actually happens in the first season, it is episode six in a 25 episode season. So that to me is incredible that they would put such a foundational episode right at the beginning, usually, especially at this time of television. And with this time in Star Trek, you would watch the pilot and know that, okay, this is going to be foundational for the series because it's the pilot. This is where everybody gets together. This is what sets up the main storyline. So you expect, like, uh, previously to this, previous to Enterprise, it was Voyager. So when you watched Caretaker, you were kind of like, okay, this is obviously going to set up the rest of the series. This is going to set all the events into motion, and you probably have to watch it because you want to get to know who everyone is and how they get there. So you expect that to be foundational But usually by the time you get to episode six, you're kind of like, okay, we expect it to be, you know, a thing of the week. Like, okay, they're probably going to encounter some anomaly or go to some planet. And there might be some small plot progression like in Voyager. Again, episode six, maybe they will learn something really significant about the crew that's going to impact them a little bit. Or maybe they're going to develop some technology or they're going to have some experience that's going to inform their behavior in some way, which I guess is literally every episode all the time, because that's what TV shows are about, is things influencing people's behavior. But you don't expect that episode six is going to be foundational to the point where if somehow you missed episode six in the original run, and maybe you were like, you're not feeling Enterprise, because I am i know a lot of fans are probably like, hey, you no, know, I'm not feeling it. I was all in because it was Star Trek. And I'm even in some ways finding that now to some degree where with discovery, I'm up and down on it all the time where I'm like, do I need to watch it every week? Can I catch up in a couple of years? So I'm sure there were people out there who were like, ah, enterprise is just not my thing. And so maybe they didn't watch episode six and they went, maybe went back and were like, you know, I should probably catch up and, you know, recorded a bunch of stuff on tape because that's what we did. Uh, In those days, we, we recorded things on VHS, which was always cool. And maybe they went and watched it, but somehow they missed episode six. So if you missed episode six, you would probably not understand so much of what's going on. Like, why is Tran so good to the humans? Why is Tran such a good guy? Like, why is he, what does he owe to to uh, Archer and you get pieces of it. You get a little bit of backstory, especially Shadows of a Gem. You get a lot of backstories as to what actually happened. You get a little bit more ceasefire, but I feel like it's one of those things where, yes, you can follow along if you haven't seen it, but you really are missing a lot if you don't actually watch that episode. And it's just so unique for a series to have that happen in episode six. And I'm sure television now is a little bit different, especially because if we're talking about say a Netflix series or something that's on HBO where it's like, okay, we're going to do a 10 episode series or 15 episodes. Then yeah. Episode six is probably going to be significant, but again, on a show that is 25 episodes long, especially a Star Trek show when we're very used to standalone episodes with the exception of, of DS nine, you don't expect that it's going to be episode six, especially in the first season. So I think it's just so interesting that, hey, they were like, we got to do this super foundational episode this early on in this series, especially when you consider that later episodes in this series aren't as critical to the overall plot as the Andorian incident. But what about you? Do you agree with my assessment that the Andorian incident is the most essential episode of Star Trek Enterprise? Or do you think that honor belongs to something else? Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Also, let me know what you like about the show and what you don't like, because ultimately my goal is to make a show that you enjoy listening to. And in the paraphrased words of Captain Kirk, I shall see you out there. that away.